Hey y'all, it's Mofi here and welcome back to our Favorite Things podcast where we cover a few of our favorite things and holding things down with me today is my co-host, Tiasa. How are you doing? <laughs> hey guys, I'm good, I'm good. Good to be back. Good. Yeah, you sound very excited. <laughs> Was that not convincing enough? <laughs> no. So y'all, we're back with our fall programming called uh, the Digging Deeper series, where we chat with some of our everyday people, actually some of our favorite people, that's what I had in my notes, Um, oh gosh, (laughs) to get to know them a little bit deeper than what's out there. This is a project that we're really excited for, we loved it when we did it last year, so we're back again with it this year, but we have a little spin. Mm -hmm. Um... And since we're back on here, also check us out on, on social media. Connect with us. Tell us what your thoughts are. Tell us what you're thinking about the podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Our Faith Pods. And we are on Apple Podcasts at Our Favorite Things Podcast and anywhere else that you listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing for this year of the series is that instead of doing structured interviews like we did in the past, we're just going to take it easy, we're just going to chill, um, talk to our people, and just have casual conversations with our guests. So today, we have one of my favorite people joining us on the podcast, Chieta. So grab your favorite way to relax and join us on the podcast. <laughs> so let's get into it. Our favorite things podcast. <laughs> it's awesome to be back. I was like, they were like, they'll never invite you back again. Now look, I'm back. <laughs> all the haters, Mofi, the haters. Oh. <laughs> what haters? We don't have haters. My inner hater. As Chessa said, she's not a stranger to the podcast. You held it down for us when Tiesa was away, and you helped us out with our bachelorette recap, so <laughs> yes, thanks for that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really excited to have you on. We're really excited to have you on, but I'm excited that we get to do this together, like, in person, kind of. Yay. Yeah, but Tiesa is still far away. Yeah, but anyways, exactly. So how are you doing? What's going on with you, Chi? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, you know, chilling on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Thank you, man. One of my fave people. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I know. Tiesa, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Tiesa, I want to tell you something funny, actually, that has to do with Chieta and I drinking on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was one time we were recording bachelor, a Bachelor okay. episode mm-hmm. before I went to the DR mm-hmm. last year. And we literally were like, Wasted. We weren't even like tipsy. Wow. We wow. were like wasted. I've gone back to that episode. I have so trash. much fun. <laughs> like I don't remember anything we said on that Me episode. Either. Wow, I'm I can't. So this is I'm the really first I'm hearing of this. Yeah. Curly. <laughs> yeah. Like I and that day I traveled. Like I was literally like drunk. That was so funny. 
funny though. Yeah. Because you didn't even have because t- your bus was like right after we yeah. recorded. I almost missed my bus too. <laughs> she was so drunk. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's just a fun fact. I Kate. see what you guys do when I'm not on the podcast. I left for like two seconds. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna start with that question for you. But it's also like it's the whole point is for it to be like a conversation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the first question is that I have for you is who's Chieta? Like what would you who would you say Chieta is? Wow, that's so deep. Depth. Oh my god. Depth. <laughs> oh my god. Are you stuck here though? <laughs> um I guess. I'll start with the labels because it's the easiest way to kind of yeah. um, get the first few things out the way. Um, I'm African. I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. I'm from Zimbabwe. Uh, <laughs> I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. Um, yeah. <laughs> Aside from that, I don't know. I guess I'm maybe someone who's what? Why are you making that face at me? Nothing. <laughs> she was making this face. I'm like, what is this girl saying? Morphe stays <laughs> making faces when people are talking. Just don't look at her. What is this but, girl um, saying? <laughs> what I'm saying is <laughs> that um, I'm really passionate about, I guess, the non-problematic aspects of development, yeah. of which there aren't that many. But, you know, the, I guess the intent behind... Mm-hmm. Um, Helping our continent out, mm-hmm. the African continent. Um, yeah, nice. I try to have fun sometimes. Wow, <laughs> a little bit too much sometimes, <laughs> but not enough sometimes. You know, it's true. A little bit of everything. Balance. Yes. Archessa, right, I really like your name. Do you know how you got it and what it means? Um, yeah, so my name means light in my language, which is Shona, oh. uh, from Zimbabwe, and I, I'm the firstborn, uh, mm-hmm. and my mom, for my mom, I was the light of her life, so oh. she named me Chiesa. I know it's corny, guys, no, but, but it's so sweet. when it's you, it's cute, <laughs> you know? oh my God. Like, because it's about me, I'm like, oh, this is so sweet, but I know someone else here, I'd be like, wow, that's corny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh my god, no, also, I think it's so cute. Yeah, and also, kind in, I guess, in parts of my culture, your name is kind of a, almost a prophecy on your life. Like, it's a, mm-hmm. it's kind of foretells your story. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess, for my mom, it was for me to be a life to other people, too, so. Yeah. Oh my god, that's really, that is really nice. Would you name your children after you? <laughs> I I would, but in a probably in a different language, like like yeah. a different language. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. I like it. Yeah. What's <laughs> growing the... up? Sorry, growing up it was just really common, so that's why I would have named them in Shona, like mm. in another language, nah. another African language. Though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to give your child like a French name or something. <laughs> Excuse like, me. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I keep it on the continent. Exactly. Yes. And what's what's the most like either annoying or interesting or funny version of your name that you've ever heard? Um I I used to it I really, really hate it when people call me call me Chie. It's something that really <laughs> bugged me. Um yeah. and this, there's this one girl in high school who used to she used to annoy me a lot and then 
she also used to call me Chia. And <laughs> so many times I told her, don't do that. But like, I was also, I'm also a people pleaser a lot sometimes. Yeah. So I just, it just used to drive me insane. Um, but also my family calls me Chi Chi, which, um, Aww. like, I know in Nigerian circles, that's also a name, but mm-hmm. for me growing up, it was cute when I was a kid, but when I grew up, I didn't want people calling me Chichi. Mm-hmm. I felt like no one would take me seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now that I'm out in the real world. But no, still, only my family can call me that. Yeah. Or unless it's in an endearing way. Yeah. 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 I was, go- I was going to actually bring up the topic of like nicknames because I, yeah. I have a hate love relationship <laughs> with nicknames that it depends on like who's calling me what. Mm-hmm. Um, that I would either like it or not. But I was wondering if you had, and you've kind of spoken to it, but I was wondering if you had like any names that maybe only your family members call you or names that only some people call you and stuff. What you said to do. Yeah. But you know, it's actually funny you say that because my ex, who I recently broke up with uh, <laughs> called me Chie which is crazy oh yeah. my god it drives me nuts <laughs> that's so true but when he started doing it he was just so passionate about yeah. it it was I think it was in the middle of a passionate conversation or something like not like wow. like he was no not like that like he was where is this going passionate about the topic <laughs> no it wasn't anything sexual guys get your hands out of the gutter um <laughs> But essentially, yeah, and so I never corrected him, which yeah. I think is, like, it's a it's a big red flag, like, if you and someone are close, why yeah. wouldn't you tell them that, hey, I love you, hey, yeah, because you know that he's calling you that out of, like, endearment, yeah. so it's yeah. cute. Yeah. And some level. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Tessa, do you have any... I love nicknames. I don't have so <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love nicknames and I love when people give me nicknames. Um but same mm-hmm. thing, like when it's just like a set of people that mm-hmm. call me that and it just feels very personal. Um like my grandma on my mom's side used to call me Lady T and it's so so corny, but I loved it. Like I absolutely loved it because it was only like it was only me and I just knew he was calling me when he said that. He don't call mm-hmm. anybody else Lady T. So I I don't know, I really loved it. I had some embarrassing ones from like from secondary school which like some people still call me like Tasman, and it's, I'm just like, let me just hide my face in shame. <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh, yeah, nice. my name is pretty hard to give a nickname to because it's already so short. Um, people just end mm-hmm. up saying T like Mofi. Um, but yeah, yeah. When I was younger, well, my my uncles and my aunts still call me one of my my mom's side of the family. I think this they call me girl girl. Like it doesn't make any sense. And then my uncle, my dad's side, they call me Fee Mamas because my name is Fee. I'm like breaking news. I have a real name. But no, like my name, my name being Fee. Mofi's my stage name. Yeah, Mofi is my stage name. Actually, I'm dying. But my real name, your real name, your girlfriend name. And when I was younger, I couldn't say Badmos as my last name, so I would say Fim Mamas instead of Badmos. Uh. So my uncles and my aunts till to, to today would see me and be like, oh, Fim Mamas, how are you? And I'm like, not funny, actually. Wait, wait, I can't even breathe. <laughs> it's kind of cute. 
You know no, that baby picture I have? Imagine her saying thing, Mama. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what. Seriously, like, I'm just imagining it. That's the cutest story behind a nickname I have ever heard. What? Fee yeah. Mamas. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. That's yeah, so, so cute. That's so cute. Like but, it. like, but, like, Chetza, Mofi, do you have any, any name that, besides, besides Fee Mamas, <laughs> any name that's, like, <laughs> embarrassing, but, like, if one, if someone calls you that, like, you have one person that calls you that, that you're like, yeah, I'll answer you. Like, it's cute. <laughs> mm, no. Not that I can think of, no. Do you? Me? No, yeah. I don't. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. Child. Wow. Um. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so back to Chetza. Yes. How? Like, what? You, what? What did you give to this past week? What was your week like? Ah, uh, my week was a little bit crazy. <laughs> I had like, a lot going on this past week. I think um, like work was really crazy and a lot going on at work. Mm-hmm. And in my personal life, I was also just juggling a bunch of stuff and trying to <laughs> stay afloat. I think yeah. like, that's one of the challenges of like mid-twenties and no, no one ever tells you that, you know, one part of your life is not going to slow down if another part gets crazy, you know? True. And, um, and I feel like the stress is, is a different kind of stress to, like, the stress that you had when, you know, when you're a student and whatnot, um, kind of having those support from your parents or whatever, you know, but now when you're out there by yourself, you're kind of trying to keep up with all the crazy things that are happening mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, adult on your own terms, which is also really, really hard. So mm-hmm. I think I have one of those weeks where you're like, mm-hmm. I haven't done my laundry in weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't uh, swept my apartment in weeks. And I don't see it happening this week either. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Fair. I think we can all relate to that <laughs> very personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. What are some, what would you say are some philosophies or guiding, like, principles that guide you? Um, Sorry, I have all the, like, fake deep questions. (laughs) Not fake deep because I'm like, these are so deep, though. Um, That's a really good question. And I think those are waters I'm kind of still navigating because I recently... Not lost my religion, but kind of almost lost my oh. religion. And, well, I lost my religion, <laughs> to be frank. And so, um, anyone who grew up in a kind of, not heavily religious, but heavily religious um, environment, you know, you realize that <clears throat> your, re- your religion is the basis of all your value systems mm-hmm. and philosophies and all that stuff mm-hmm. is grounded in that, right? Mm-hmm. So when you lose that, the bottom it's kind of like the bottom of your world falls out and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, now I have to figure out what's right, what's wrong, and why it's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And not yeah. basing it on on, you know, a set of rules that mm-hmm. I was brought up to believe. Um, I'm trying to learn more about um like my my, you know, the religions that we had, like, you know, pre-colonial religions on the African continent and listening to a bunch of different stuff and reading a bunch of different stuff and seeing how, I mean, I don't think that I would adapt like a, like a faith system like that, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I think it's interesting to see how like our societies functioned for thousands of years. Yeah. Um, 
and based on these kinds of principles and seeing what we can learn from those and adapt to the present and mm-hmm. you know do better and be better mm-hmm. yeah well guys i'm answering these questions in such vague like what guides you so you know the question about guidance <laughs> you know <laughs> But but it's fair. Like I mean, when you when you think of like guiding principles and philosophies, mm-hmm. they're so vague. And and mm-hmm. how do you interpret that? And especially in a time where, because I'm kind of feeling the same way too. In yeah. a time where, um, you question your religion and the thing that has been guiding, it's like okay, I don't know. I still have principles that I know I yeah. I stick to, but verbalizing what that means and what those principles are can become. It can become sticky, I guess. Yeah, yeah and I think, and I think it's really cool because you start to <clears throat> realize some of the ways in which, within your friend circles and other things, you started already talking about some of these things and deconstructing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some of these social views, and you start to think, "Oh wow, like I actually have started to create my own understanding mm-hmm. of how I should act." You know, <laughs> like a lot of the times. If I were to say what is one of my philosophies, you're making a decision. It's like, how do I not be a trash human being? Like, not be a trash human being to the planet, not being a trash human being to other people, uh-huh. and also not being a trash human being to myself, because that's yeah. important too. So mm-hmm. it's like that balancing act of trying to, you know, know what to prioritize and when and what to do and when. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you you kind of talked about you being passionate about uh, international development, right? The unproblematic side of it. You gotta be specific. Yes. It's true. So I, I was I was gonna ask um like what you're passionate about. So I'm wondering if you're if you want to talk more about like why you're passionate about international mm-hmm. development or maybe other things that you're passionate about. Yeah. So I'll talk about. Um, in dance of it but I think it's this part of it's not really the development aspect of it that it's being made into or, or what it like it's been traditionally um but um I'm from Zimbabwe and I am passionate about women's affairs and girls mm-hmm. issues and things like that and so if I were to say what I'm passionate about is like women's and girls issues within like a Zimbabwean context and also within mm-hmm. obviously the larger African content, context mm-hmm. is also something I really am passionate about, which is also really, really vague because there's so many things, right? Like mm-hmm. health and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm passionate about that. That's probably what one of the things that drives me most mm-hmm. in like my day-to-day interactions and like my goals and stuff like that. But I'm also passionate about, oh, guys, this is so corny, my family. (laughs) But yeah, I am. I love my mama. Shout out, mama. She's not going to listen to this because (laughs) I said, I incriminated myself already. Already. Too many times. (laughs) Too many damn times. I'm also passionate about my shows. I watch a lot of shows. I think I actually have a problem. Uh, (laughs) I do. I I love my screen time. It's a nice escape. Um, what am I also passionate about? I don't know. <laughs> this is such a hard question. I mean, it is to think about on the spot too. I I think <laughs> it's pretty difficult. 
Yeah, I mean, there's lots of like obvious things that you love. Yeah, you think about yeah. like, what am I passionate about? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I get it. Okay, so this this doesn't. I don't. I don't mean this to be a deep ass question, but it's kind of deep. But you don't have to go that deep. But it's pretty deep. <laughs> like even so, deeper than all the stuff you already said. So, so I'm giving you like a pre warning. Wow, <laughs> I'm not ready. Are you all ready? Um, so my question is, what are you struggling with at this point? Wow. This is why I said what I said. <laughs> okay. But it's funny because if I think about it on a deep level, and if I think about it like on a surface level, there's some interaction actually because it's like one version of another. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I'm struggling most with right now if I think about it, well, I guess one of the things I'm struggling mm-hmm. most about right now would be, you know, <laughs> guys, this is so, so dumb. Oh my God. Anyway. You're <laughs> fine. The question, the question is a lot. <laughs> would be trying to stop, you know, trying to be friends with my ex. I said ex that I mentioned earlier. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I know, I'm so sad that this is the center I'm here yeah. right now. <laughs> this, is is so space, nice. this is a safe space, Chetza. This is a safe space. It only is so because it affects my personal life in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. My personhood. Um, yeah, so trying not to say, you know, I'm going to be friends with this person knowing full well we can't be friends. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. So I think that's one of the the big things like that I'm like I think on a, in a larger context it's also learning to set my personal boundaries and also mm-hmm. following through when I make a decision <laughs> like you know when you're like okay I'm never texting him again and five seconds later you're like okay you know because you didn't delete the number whatever like being mm-hmm. committed and following through yeah and um <laughs> yeah I don't know if I will win the struggle why do you think? Why do you think that's like it's a like typical hard thing? I guess for people out of relationships, I think because on some level you crave the familiarity of it mm-hmm. because it's so it's so familiar and it's I think letting go. It's never easy. I think for for human beings when we when we like something or if we think we like something, it's always kind of hard to let go of it right um so yeah i think there's so many things that keep pulling you back in terms of routine mm-hmm. I, I to me it really does come down to familiarity yeah. and also maybe on some level um people pleasing as well because mm. you know as as a woman i think you're really socialized to think that way to not want to ruffle too many feathers to be you know, and it's sometimes contentious because, yeah. you know, you're battling yourself and also everything that you've been taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, that's what I think. Like, that's why for me, I think I find it hard because I don't want to be mean to the other person because mm-hmm. I feel like they need me because we ended things on fairly good terms. Yeah. But it's also hard because for my sake, I need to peace out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I guess, not challenge because it shouldn't be bad when mm-hmm. things end on a, on good terms. But like sometimes when things turn, end on good terms, you're like, it's just easy to just keep going. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But on a brighter note, what are you what are you <laughs> excited for right now? Or one of one of the things at least you're excited for, looking forward to? Um I think one of the things I'm most excited about is my career. Like I think um I feel like I'm in a good group in a good group now and kind of taking the right steps towards my like towards my goals and towards meeting what I want to do. And so that's definitely one of the things I am most excited about mm-hmm. right now because it's such a I don't know, it's something that you know you work so hard towards like all our education and stuff, right, is supposed to mm-hmm. be building up towards this career. So, yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's nice to see, to feel like you're getting towards that dream. Like, you know, I, I feel like I'm making the kind of moves yeah. to get me towards that. And I think even confidence-wise, it's, sometimes when you're a recent grad, you know, and things are still really murky, it's, it's hard to feel confident. You kind of start to doubt yourself mm-hmm. as, you know, those, be it those interviews don't come in or whatever, you start to kind of panic. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to know that, to kind of have a confidence at that moment. That mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm making steps, yeah. That's dope. In, in a nutshell, what do you do for work? <laughs> um. Okay, in a nutshell. So I work in sort of the refugee resettlement sector mm-hmm. uh, and in a nutshell. <laughs> so essentially in Canada, uh, citizens and permanent residents can sponsor refugees to come to Canada. The oh. process, however, is, yeah, so it's a really, really cool system. Well, cool cool idea. Cool idea. Uh, Does it work? Yeah, as, we all, as we all know, the system is broken. But yeah. anyway, it's it's great that, you know, every day people can get involved yeah. in solving mm-hmm. the global crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a kind of a complicated process. And so uh, the program I work on recruits lawyers, so all kinds of lawyers from different law backgrounds, to do pro bono work to help sponsors to fill out the forms and to go through the application process so that they can sponsor people to come to Canada. Yeah. So I coordinate, like, that program in Ottawa. Nice. Nice. Look at that. Smart people out here. (laughs) Guys. (laughs) Okay, so I want to take things back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess my first question regarding, like, your upbringing and stuff is what was life growing up for you as a child? Or like what, what you is, what you remember? It's like what age is a child? Okay, so I have I have actual breakdown. So, okay, oh, of wow. course. Okay. <laughs> so essentially, first of all, who was Chieta like as a toddler? If you remember any of that, or if like things maybe your mom had told your yeah. family and stuff like that. Um, like I said, I'm a firstborn. I have a younger brother who's four years younger than me, who was, for lack of a better word, a terrorist because he inflicted <laughs> terror on my life. <laughs> And he was my young brother, guys. So, and actually, no. So, toddler would be what? Two to what? Two to four? Okay, let's, like say, four. let's say age before 13. Any oh, okay. age before 13. Okay. Whatever you remember. That is not what a toddler is. It's not. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, um, so, when I was a kid, not toddler, toddler, but like when I was a kid, that mm-hmm. was something that was stressful. Like, right from when he could walk when he was like two. Kid was, kid was rough. Mm-hmm. Um... 
but I was a soft person and I would never, I wouldn't hit him. Like I wouldn't mm. fight back or whatever. And so I guess I was a pacifist on some level. I wouldn't defend myself. Um, and then I was, I was really quiet. I was very reserved. I read a lot. I was a nerd for sure. Um, but I think nerd has different connotations in the Zimbabwean context too. Mm-hmm. Like socially in terms of your, your skills and your access is different. But yeah, I was kind of, uh, I towed the line. I followed the rules. I was a goody goody two shoes actually yeah. in high school. Spoiler alert. I didn't change too much. And in high school, <laughs> one of my friends used to call me, uh, Flory, short for Florence Nightingale. Wow. <laughs> because I'm such a saint wannabe. So, yeah, Aww. that was... Yeah, guys, I was... <laughs> I mean, primary school me, it's different. But I think high school me, today, we could not be friends. Yeah? <laughs> She's so judgy, wow. y'all. If you think oh I'm judgy now. <laughs> hmm, hmm. No I, I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> Is that... Oh, yeah. Is that one of the things you... If, like, if you look back on your life now and you wouldn't, like... How would you have imagined you at twenty five at when you were thirteen? Like uh, did, 13 did she say you could share her age? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's just out here outing, but it's all good. Um I who would I have thought I'd be? I think I I thought I'd be further along in my in my career. Mm-hmm. At freaking 25. Can you imagine how, like, <laughs> ridiculous that That's, is? That's... I know, right? Um, I... Luckily, I didn't think I'd be married because my plan was to get married at 28. But mm-hmm. I was supposed to be meeting my significant other within the next year. Because yeah. Because we were going to date for a year. At, at the very least a year. Then we'd get engaged for a year. Wow, um, you thought this I through. Know. I had a plan, guys. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and but it's such an interesting question because if when I was young, when I thought about my future, I literally thought about it in terms of career and my romantic or my like my role as a wife or mother. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. getting married and how many kids, you know, that right. was yeah. that was the binary. I can't. I don't think about anything else. Like, yeah, maybe where I lived, but I had. I was open to anything. I wasn't. Right. Yeah. No, I wasn't set on one specific place. But not yeah. like who you wanted to be. You know, like what, yeah, what, like what you wanted to care about, maybe, mm-hmm. or even like exactly. how you wanted to be feeling at certain times. It was mm-hmm. just like, when am I gonna get married? Yeah. When am I gonna have this job? Yeah. When am I gonna do? This? Isn't yeah. that crazy, y'all? It's yeah. Like I like rigid kind of the system makes you. Yeah. I, sorry, Tessa. Yeah, I was no. I was gonna say I just think it's pretty common amongst. Well, I don't want to say like girls that grew up in on the African continent because maybe it's not just girls that grew up on the African continent. But I think it's just common with girls as a whole. Like you're thinking about you know your twenties and all you can think about is yeah, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have kids. It's like now you know that there are more things to think about. But like mm-hmm. growing up, it's like just very strict um ways of thinking and we don't realize how like ingrained that is into society it's just so normal to hear girls say that isn't it so exciting how like now you can see how much layers there is to you being a person like oh my god much more like yeah you can decide like okay 
at this stage, do I want to be going out more or do mm-hmm. I want to go out mm-hmm. less? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, do, do I want to wear my hair this way or not? Like, mm-hmm. all those things that we don't even think about, but, they, but they're relevant in certain yeah. stages in our yeah. lives, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think, but and I think that you have to get to a certain stage in your life for you to even realize all these layers there are to yeah. to you. Because I mean, obviously, at different at thirteen, you're worried about different things. At eighteen, you're worried about different yeah. things. Like it's just going. To, I think it's going to keep changing. Um, I think as you get older and you find yourself in different spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who are you as an eighteen year old? Um, I think I was striving for perfection as far as possible. I was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was like a semi-perfectionist, um, at, at, at worst, <laughs> or at best, whatever you prefer. I was just finishing high school. I was a prefect. I, I was in leadership and a whole bunch of things. I was doing a million and one things. I had aced my A-levels, I'd got into the schools that I'd applied to, I'd, <laughs> I had been dating this guy for two years, like my high school sweetheart or whatever, from the right school, <laughs> from the right side of the track. I grew up in Zimbabwe, but I was living like a white life, <laughs> like high school sweetheart. <laughs> he was, guys, I dated him for the last two years of high school. Um... Yeah, and then family-wise, like, yeah, I was a daughter. Like, I was the perfect daughter, I think, as far as it goes. I got I got slack for some things. Like, I got in trouble for some things, but I feel mm-hmm. like they were really searching. You know, mm-hmm. like, we can't let this kid go. Yeah. But I never did. I, like, I didn't, like, party or drink or anything. Like, the things that usually stress parents are. Yeah. 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 So, Yeah. Jesse, I feel like I can relate to you so much. Well, maybe not 18, because at 18, I was already, like, in college. But <laughs> in when I was, like, 15, 16, I was striving for perfection so much. Like, I wanted, I wanted everybody to like me. I wanted to, like, never give my parents any ounce of stress. Like, I, want, I was the person that would eat all the veggies on the plate, even if, like, I did not exactly. like it. I just wanted them to say, okay, Tiesa was good, and Tiesa is great. And I, I did that for so long that it's just, I you don't realize how, like, it, it kind of is a burden on you because it just places all yeah. these expectations that sometimes exactly. you can't meet. And mm-hmm. you have to let go of the fact that maybe you can't meet it. Like, and you can't be exactly. perfect and good for everybody. You can't even be perfect at all. But, yeah, I think... Yeah, I think that's how, personally, I changed a lot from high school. I just moved yeah. away from kind of being, like this person that wanted everyone to like me. I wanted to fit into everybody's space. Um, yeah. So I can I can relate with that a lot. I was going to ask, like, did you guys, I guess since you two, you identify, um, have, like, was there a certain time or space or age where you almost felt like, okay, like, this is enough. Like, I'm, or at least, not maybe not every part of you, but some things that you, you were when you were a teenager or whatnot, and you're like, okay, no more, like, st- striving for perfection or whatever mm-hmm. was there any time like that or do you remember like mm-hmm. a distinct almost moment mm-hmm. I think for me no not really because I felt 
I'm about to go deep, guys. <laughs> no, go deep. Was, we like deep here. <laughs> I was I was raised by a single mom, and for me, I was always like there were always those stereotypes that like um, that single mothers, blah blah, kids raised mm-hmm. by single mothers. People people expected that I would I guess fail essentially life, like you know, drop out, have a mm-hmm. kid before finishing high school, blah blah. All the things that society looks mm-hmm, down upon. And so I think I was always so determined to prove that my mom had been a great parent, mm-hmm. that it put a lot of pressure on me to, it, it was never an option to me, I, it didn't occur to me that it was an option that I could not have to struggle so hard for perfection. And so, and I think, not to bring back religion, but it reinforced that mm-hmm. because then it, I wouldn't even think beyond the box that I was supposed to think mm-hmm. um, in fear of, no, I don't know it just wasn't acceptable I guess socially but yeah. standard set by that and so yeah which is so sad because I, I know that I mean I don't know if I'd do it differently if I could go back but it's it's you miss out on a lot of things too mm-hmm. and then yeah. life later on becomes a big shock mm-hmm. and things that other people mm-hmm. went through in their teenagehood you now experience it as a young adult mm-hmm. which has also different consequences like yeah. than if yeah. you were a teenager and stuff yeah, yeah. definitely i agree i agree i mean mm-hmm. For me, I'd say that in some ways I still struggle with it, but mm-hmm. obviously I've just, I've grown so much from like when I was 16. I mean, like my priorities are different. My group of friends yeah. is, is, is different as well. At least the people that, you know, I like my core group of friends. Um, but I think for me it was getting out of that space. It was like leaving high school and moving to the U S and like mm-hmm. just being in a completely different space and having to navigate life um, differently and caring about different things. Um, and actually it was talking to someone at the time um, and that knew me in high school and they, I, they brought it up and they're like, you you have to start like living for yourself and mm-hmm. you can't like please everybody. And that for me, I think was a pivotal moment that I actually started to think about it because in high school, I didn't think about it. I just did it. That was just mm-hmm. who I was. Um, mm-hmm. And so this person kind of brought that to my attention. And since then, I think I've just been trying to get away from that, um, that person or that kind of, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, and I was... think also, sorry to cut you off there, but I think it also, in college, you also meet people who, especially when you move, like, here for mm-hmm. for college or whatever, you meet a lot of people that do the things that you were told not to do. Not like, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, things that are looked down upon. Mm-hmm. And you see them, and they... And you interact with them and you realize these are great people and these are just normal people. And just because their values are different to yours doesn't mean that they are um, inferior or yeah. that, you know, whatever. And I think, like, that they almost become more human to you, which mm-hmm. I don't want to use this to justify, like, backward thinking to say, oh, if you're racist, you need to have more black friends, blah, blah, blah. You know, you'll, you'll humanize them or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, definitely, that's not an excuse but I definitely do think that, you know, moving here and being in a different environment where you're exposed to different people and you realize they're just people, you know, which, yeah, mm-hmm. and you kind of yeah realize yeah. that, oh, wait, maybe all this time thinking that 
people who do this are like that is yeah. mm-hmm. is not true, right? Mm-hmm. It's just stuff used to mm-hmm. separate us. And things. Oh yeah, oh yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I don't know, I don't know how good of a segue this <laughs> would be, but like I guess just life stages and shit. I don't watch Insecure, but you seem oh. to be like a huge Issa fan. Yes. Um, I guess why? I stand. Um, <laughs> honestly, I've never seen a more a character I can relate more to on the screen, big or small. Like really, Issa seems really real. Like obviously, there's like books that I've read that identify more. So uh-huh. I'm the African side of me, but in terms mm-hmm. of like the being a black woman in North America, I think um, there's a lot of things that she goes through. Like, so it's in the nonprofit sector. I work in the nonprofit sector. Mm-hmm. Like, I a lot of her struggles. You know, you you can really identify with. So that's I think that's one of the reasons why I really like Insecure because to me, Issa seems real. Issa seems like one her and and a lot of the characters on the show seem like people you would know in real life like yeah that's I, true i don't know the kind of people that are on friends or whatever like those are my friends like that's not a life that i see on a day to day except when i'm at work or whatever you know <laughs> like yeah. so um yeah i think that's one of the biggest re- uh, reasons why and it says like flawed and she's but not so much i don't know if any of you have watched being mary jane and yeah. just their portrayal of her is like really really extra like it's also really extreme and i think they do that a lot with black women in tv mm-hmm. like it's i was saying that to mofi earlier that sometimes they they don't really seem realistic the people they either extremes like yeah, yeah so yeah it's a, i feel really speaks to to the normal person and mm-hmm. she goes through normal things that i can relate to and i'm like oh my gosh this is literally my friends and i all the time Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard people say that. I've I've definitely heard people say that. I was watching it with my roommates and she's like, uh-huh. Isa is me, like her problems are my problems. I can yeah. relate to all of this. And so I, I mean I guess there's something to be said for that. I agree though that it does seem like watching insecure does seem like you're kind of just watching real people's yeah. lives. Like it does it's not super exaggerated. Um yeah, I've seen a couple episodes of Being Mary Jane, and I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah. I like Insecure, too. Yeah. Um, Maybe you should watch a little bit of Insecure. I'll try. Yes, Mofi, you should. Mofi, I feel like, I don't know why Mofi isn't more into Insecure, because right? I feel like it's the perfect, like, thing exactly. for her to, like, critique and, like, to come up with thoughts exactly. and, like, things. Like, I don't know why she doesn't watch it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't watch a lot of drama TV shows. It's yeah, not drama. Like this you would, yeah, it's not drama one, for sure. It's more comedy. But, like, it's... But neither do I watch comedy. Just Mo- watch this Mo- one. Okay, I feel like culture. you should watch this one. Like, this is I very try, different. I but it's not even, like... I have to, like, look for it. Okay, I will... I'm gonna binge watch it with her. This okay, good. And it's only eight episodes, so, like... Right? Which is nice. I've yeah. watched it. I think I've seen a whole season of Insecure. Okay, watch more seasons. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. I've described <laughs> more seasons. Um, but still keeping with the insecure theme, like, what, have you seen the, have you seen this entire season? Yes. Okay, so, I want to know what your take is on ghosting. 
And yeah. obviously, you know, whose who's behavior I'm using as context, which is Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, and ex- kind of exactly how he... So not just maybe ghosting as a whole, but, like, how he did it. And Mofi, to give you context, um, he just, like, stopped texting her for an entire month. She was talking to him, like, they had been talking for I don't know how long and seem feelings seem to be growing and for an entire month he just re- did not text her he disappeared actually um and did not text her mm. so yeah yeah and this is after they'd have like a talk in bed where he was like how do you know when something is real yeah and then like the, like almost like the day after dude like is gone he's wow. gone he's just ghost <laughs> it was right. deep. Like, trash absolute trash wow. I think for me on a personal level like ghosting is bad like it is it's like so immature to mm-hmm. me because i'm like we're adults how about you just tell me hey like i don't really think this is working or i'm not really that interested in you mm-hmm. whatever like let's be honest because if you ghost firstly i'm gonna have those days where i'm an idiot and i'll send you and i'm wondering yeah. why <laughs> yeah and i'll send him a text and you won't reply yeah, and then yeah. I'll be even more stressed because now I look doubly so like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. And um and then I wonder like is he okay? Like something happened, blah blah blah. And then he's like, you know, he ghosted. Like that's uh, that's it. So like that one, that ghosting one was so real, spoke to my spirit. And I was just like, <laughs> wow. I mean I'm not as obsessive as Isa was, but I I get what she was going through in terms of like I feel like you think I found something real, I found something um, like a real connection, blah blah blah, and then this mm-hmm. person just goes away. Like, did I imagine that connection? Was that not real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these things start to like, you know, was he trying to get something from me? And all those things, you know, start to spin through again. So I get that. I think it's yeah. So I think for me, it's a really immature thing, and I think the way Nathan did it. Oh my god! Like it made me so mad, and also being online, like on Twitter, yeah. and seeing that people are like. People are like, oh, maybe he's in jail or maybe something. <laughs> and then that's when they posted, the, the way he posted the picture where he had cut the dude's hair. And I was like, why are people even making excuses for this guy? We all yeah. get ghosted, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, the way also he rocks up at the end. Mm-hmm. I With I flowers. Mean, of course. Trash. Like, oh, with, with flowers on her birthday. It's, it's just that. And he said that he had been really sad. And so he had left the city for a bit, blah, blah, blah. And it seemed like there was a mental health, like, note yeah. to it and a change yeah. to it. Yeah. But, and I definitely understand that it's a really complex issue, but I, like, he couldn't just text, um, I'm, I'm going through some stuff, you know, I have to go away for a bit. Exactly. Just so I know you're alive, like, exactly. I know that. Yeah, because then, you know, saying it's not you, all these things, it seems like you're just spinning lines at this point. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to take it seriously. Yeah. Whereas if it's a real issue, and even if you don't, you don't have to confide in, in me, like, you don't have to tell me, like, obviously, that's confidential. Mm-hmm. But just to know that you're not going to be here, yeah. like, that would yeah. be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Men men have just been socialized to not take responsibility for yeah. their feelings. So, they, so they easily can just, like, leave and be like... Mm-hmm oops I, I, I can't do this anymore and I don't really care about how like it has to do with you I don't care exactly. to do your explanation mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's why they just easily pick up and go and they don't think three times about it but like what I don't understand is like why do you always want to pull up after the facts with some mm-hmm. long ass explanation like 
Bye. Like, where was? Why can't you speak these words? Please. Use your words <laughs> before yeah. the fact. Why do you want to pull up after the fact? Exactly. It's, it's really immature. I think it's and super selfish. immature. It's very it selfish. So selfish. It's so very selfish. selfish. And people keep saying, "Oh, you know, someone, no one owes you an explanation for anything. Mm. No one owes you an explanation for their whereabouts." Okay, you know what? That's fine. But just then leave. Like, leave yeah. completely. If you don't owe me an explanation at all, don't come back later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's my, that, that's my, like, do you? Fine. You don't owe me an explanation, but don't, don't yeah. come back. Don't step to me again. Please. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I don't even agree with the school of thought if you don't owe me, me an explanation. Because I think it's, it's just basic human decency. Yeah. Right? It's lazy. Like, too. I'm not telling yeah. you where I'm going. I'm not saying, tell me that. Oh, now I'm going to go and look for another girl. Like, that's not what I'm asking. I'm just saying, like, just tell me you're going. That's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. just tell me that I need space, I need time. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm away, like, yeah. anything. Well, I can't yeah. do this no more. Like, yeah, I'm not asking you too many details. Yeah, it's just excuses that we've given, we've allowed men to use. Yeah, yeah it's so know. true. And, like, even if it is, a, like, a mental health issue, it's just also really interesting to see how, like, the way that women are socialized and the way that men are socialized affects how they like deal with that. Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of times in women, you'll see that even if it's like taking everything in them and it's draining them to the core, they usually will stay for the sake of other people. Like they'll prioritize uh-huh. other people over uh-huh. themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But then um, with men, like besides yeah. the socialization, it's also that, you know, talking about mental health as a man, there's yeah. so much stigma around that. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the fact of, not prioritizing other people to the same extent that women are socialized to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Agreed. really true. I this is just kind of a little bit of a tangent, but on because I watch talk shows and there's this topic that a lot of talk shows have been talking about that this mother, she and her husband are getting are separated or getting divorced, and the question is, and she wants to change her baby's name. Okay. Um, change her baby's last name to her last name and people are having conversations around it and what's crazy is that the man like she had this child and i think the child was maybe younger than six months and the man was just like i i can't i can't do this anymore like i'm like i need i need time i need space i gotta go okay and and he left i'm like do you leave but it's interesting that when people are talking about this Mm -hmm. they're like Oh, but she's cutting off every relation he has with his child. Or, <laughs> he did that already now. Or she's um he he just needs time. Like he can come uh, back. What the heck? And yeah. if he comes back, then let him come back. Like what? Like mm-hmm. what does that have to do with me? And like what I think? Like you're leaving. You're packing yeah. your bags and saying, I'm "Hey, leaving. I can't. I physically cannot do this. So I gotta yeah. go." And you want the woman to be like. But oh, the child should still have his exactly. last name because he still cares as a dad. People no, are so wicked. Screw that! Women. Screw people that! People are so wicked to women, and people <laughs> will make excuses for men and for the exact yeah. same thing. If a woman was in the exact same situation, then it becomes her fault. Like I think yeah. we see that a lot with this whole Kavanaugh thing in the news. Like, yeah, it's, it's like oh. like if you're if I'm a girl and I get too drunk and I get raped, I I'm accused of. Why did you get so drunk mm-hmm. in uh-huh. the first place? If I am a, if I am a man and I get too drunk and mm-hmm. I commit sexual assault, now I'm the victim because I a woman might blame you. me yeah. for something I did when I was drunk and yeah. it wasn't my fault. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, but that's what yeah. we're trying to say for women when they get drunk and yeah. you rape them, like they were too drunk. Right? 
But it's your fault. It's crazy. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And speaking of, like, hashtag men are trash, guys, Kavanaugh was just nominated to the Supreme Court. Like, that's a thing that just happened right now. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Guys, 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 are we being trolled? <laughs> right? Is this a true no. show? I just feel like it too. I feel like the globe is being, tro- is what? being trolled. What? Yeah. Like, there are people on another planet just being like, you. <laughs> <laughs> They're just pointing and laughing. Like, like what? Can you, can you believe it? Wow. It's absolutely terrible. I'm sorry. I just saw it and I'm like, you brought him up and I'm just like, I just, this is terrible. <laughs> I can't see. And people like patriarchy is not real. People like the system doesn't hate women. Okay, guys. Sure, sure, sure it doesn't. Sure it doesn't. Isn't that crazy? That's something else. Um. Anyway, moving to more positive side of things and topics that (laughs) I'm very passionate about: travel. Yay! And reading. <laughs> so I know it's starting. I know it's starting to get cold in you guys' side of the world. Sorry. Um, are you? Are you? Are you thinking of like, any? Wow. <laughs> You're like you feel attacked. Yeah. I'm like okay. Yeah. Sorry. Cool. I'm always like mm, sorry for you, but not really. I don't envy you. Um, are you thinking of any fall getaways or any tropical getaways? Um, well, I'm planning, this is not fall, small winter, but like in, in December, I'm planning to go home uh, to, to Zimbabwe, oh, uh, nice. which I'm really excited about, besides like seeing my family and everything. I plan to travel while I'm there, so travel uh, across the country and see some of the, you know, some of the sights, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the things that we uh, let tourists come and do yeah. and to try and do, you know, the things yeah. in my own country. So that's one thing I'm super, super excited about. And I'm also hoping to go to Mozambique while I'm at home. So that would be really cool to to go see. I've never been to Mozambique, so it would be my first time. And I'm really excited about that because I think that's like my only neighboring country I've never been to. And so I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Nice. really, really excited. And I just, I logged into my, so my... Credit card is an Air Miles credit card. And I've never, since I've got it, I've never redeemed my points for anything. And they went on and I realized I have enough points to take a flight anywhere throughout the US or Canada. What? So I was like, hmm. What? <laughs> saying some point in the winter, I should uh, so go somewhere a little bit warmer than Ottawa. You really should. Girl, That's yes. Take advantage of that. Take advantage yeah. of that. So, okay, I guess in that same vein, then, what would be, like, your dream destination? So, if you had enough miles to take, like, your dream vacation, where would you go? Um, it's so hard. Um, okay, guys, if it's not evident, I've been trying to decolonize. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I, normally, I would have been like, oh, my gosh, I really want to go to Barcelona. Like, oh, I love... It's your life. I love Spain, <laughs> and I love this football team, but I am I'm reforming, and I'm, I'm learning. What? No, power. I love Barcelona. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like you should still be excited to go to Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would be excited. I would be excited, no lie. But also, because it's a free trip, 
I, like Spain is a trip that you can make kind of fairly reasonably priced. Yeah, um, yeah, like that's true. Toronto or Ottawa, or Montreal. Mm-hmm. But if you ever try to take trips within Africa, like inter-African flights, I don't know if you've ever tried that, but it is a nightmare. Yeah, and it's really expensive. expensive. So I think if mm-hmm. I had a free flight, I would go to um, an African destination that I am really passionate about, like the most. Mm-hmm. It was just like a really hard question because I want to see so much because I haven't seen as much as I feel like I should have. Uh huh. Um. So it'd be a toss up between uh, going to Rwanda and seeing um, what that's like. I think it it looks absolutely amazing. It does. It's beautiful. It does. Um, clean. I think it's like kind of yeah. So it it has a lot of appeal to me. Uh, but I'm going to cheat and say I would also, if I have the chance, go to Zanzibar because I've always wanted to Yes. To Just those haven't are, yet. Those so, are good yeah. options. Those are good yeah, options. Yeah, which is really cliche in most of them, but I think, I think I would love it. I think it would make my spirit so happy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you making that face, Mofi? I'm always scared you're about to break into tears <laughs> and I don't know how to like, handle it. Have I ever broken into tears? Maybe no. once, but like... Because you're like, it makes me really happy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, please. But like, she's prepping She's prepping for it. So the day it happens, hopefully she'll yeah, be ready. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so um, before we kind of round up with our game, um, I just want all of us to share um, what we're reading right now um, and one book that we'd recommend everyone should read that you've read this year or whenever. So Chi can start and then Mofi. Yeah, wait, or you, um, she's so, trying to I'm just grabbing book. my book because I know the name, but I don't Really? Know You're reading the, the break? Other. I'm finally getting to it. Whoa. So, <laughs> Mofi, why, why is that your face? <laughs> um, so right now I'm reading The Break by Katharina Burnett. Yeah. yeah. It's a book that either Mofi or one of our other friends gave to me mm-hmm. like no. a year ago. <laughs> and I haven't read it yet. It's... <laughs> It just didn't, I wasn't very, very drawn to it, but now I didn't have anything in my house, and I was like, okay, it's going to be this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so far, it's been more interesting than I thought it would be. Oh, yeah? So, so far, I haven't gone very far. It was way. really popular. I'm surprised you didn't think it would be interesting. It was, co- it was because it was a Queen's Read book, oh. so I was like, oh. But, you know, they pick good books sometimes. So, yeah, that's what I'm reading right now. Yeah. Was there yeah. another part of this question? Yeah. <laughs> no, there's not another part, but there's another question, which is one book you'd recommend to anybody or everybody. People like listening. Right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, Mofi, what did I just read? How am I supposed to freaking know? <laughs> I can't remember. I have such a bad memory. Um, <laughs> what, what would I is that what you just read? Oh, that is what I just read. Um... I think what I'd recommend right in this moment would be, oh, geez, come back to me, please, and I'll okay. answer this question. <laughs> All right, Mofi, you go. I thought that was the name of the book. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I reading right now? I'm reading, I'm kind of reading two books. I'm reading Behold the Dreamers by Mbolo Mbue for my book club. Yes, you are. And I'm reading... On motherhood or something like that, a book about motherhood. Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> On motherhood and everything or something, something along those lines. 
Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting book. I'm not I'm not crazy about it. It's written by a white woman and like white voices in my head, and it's very stressful to read. It's called <laughs> it's called it's called and now we have everything on hmm. motherhood. Before I was ready. I That's feel like I know this book. Yeah, um, it's quite popular. Yeah, I feel like I might have had to pick out of it. It was in a list of books I had to read for a class, but I didn't. I don't think I read it. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't really like it. Why did you buy it, bro? I borrowed it from the library. Because oh. I thought it was going... So the book is about her getting pregnant before she was married. Mm-hmm. And and it's not a knock on the book. I guess just what I was expecting. I thought like she didn't want kids, and then she got knocked up, okay. or so mm-hmm. she got pregnant. And <laughs> yeah, I hate up. yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> and then she got pregnant. So I thought it was about that, but it's mm-hmm. about like they were married. They didn't want kids at that point. Like maybe they weren't ready. Oh. But she always wanted kids. But okay. her husband was more of the no. So I mean, it's still a relevant story, and it's true. <laughs> She's very. But you don't want to hear. <laughs> But it was just like, well, okay, cool, like, okay. But yeah, so I'm still reading it anyway. Okay, and one one book you'd recommend from your reads? Um, I always just say erotic stories for people. No, you stole mine. Okay. (laughs) I recommended the book, so like... (laughs) It's just a pretty, it's a pretty good book. It's a pretty Mm -hmm. good book bro yeah it's like one of the books i always remember when i think about like the books i've read this year i can't forget that book um, can you say something like if you want recommendations follow my bookstagram it's books and busy true <laughs> true true love it love it um i'm Plug. currently i'm currently reading i think it's a collection of short stories um or i'm listening to it and it's called what it means when a man falls from the sky i like I'm not even two minutes into it, so I can't really tell you what it's about. But I think it's a collection of short stories. So, um, yeah, I'll see how that goes. Also, my first time listening to a book. Oh. It's going well so far. I feel like I maybe prefer a more active reading approach because yeah. I might find myself like wanting to do something else when I listen to the book. And like a book is not like a podcast. Like I can do yeah. other things and listen to a podcast, but I don't think I should be doing something else while I'm reading. But yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Um anyway, <laughs> we are Sorry, like wait, I was gonna say what book are you gonna recommend? But also, I want to say, I want to give my suggestion. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> no, um, you didn't say what book you'd recommend. Oh, yeah, I said uh, erotic stories as well. That was going to be my oh, recommendation. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, though, have we been told that we have to That's pay true. attention when reading? Or, like, I guess, like, because normally reading is sitting down and Reading. Take it in, yeah. in that way, but maybe we don't have to like no, no, have no, no. all hundreds. No, no, no. That, <laughs> I'll say that I also I was just strongly against like audiobooks, and then I just recently started, and I listen to audiobooks when I'm doing other things actually. So usually, if I'm walking to work, like on my commute, I'll listen to my book. Yeah. Um, or if I'm cooking, or if I'm doing the dishes, whatever, like I do stuff and do it. But I wouldn't do work. Um, yeah and, exactly and like i'm wondering 
Yeah, yeah, like something like that. Like if I'm listening to a podcast, sometimes I might like scroll through Instagram or like read a blog post or something. But I feel like when I'm reading a book, to me, it's almost like I'm watching a show. I need to have like a hundred percent of my attention in the book. I don't like to not know everything that's going on or catch everything that's going on. Yeah, I think that's why I don't listen to fiction books on audiobooks. I only yeah, that's do non because mm. but then even if you miss like little tidbits, it's not essential to the bigger plot. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. so, yeah. Because I was gonna say with some books that you read, you might be mm-hmm. reading a self help book. You're not you're not reading with right, all the senses. You're kind right. of like getting the exactly. main point. So yeah, right. yeah. But on that note, on the ebooks note, my recommendation would be an sorry on the audiobooks note, it would be an audiobook. Uh, and it's really random, but on a lighter note, I would recommend The Last Black Unicorn by Tiffany Haddish. Oh. I don't think I would recommend it as a book to read, like physically, like flipping pages. Oh. But her audiobook, uh, the way she tells it, it's really funny. Yeah, yeah, it's I fire. Enjoyed it. So I would, I would actually recommend that, which I'm surprised because I usually recommend an African author. But... She is, her dad is Eritrean. So her she, dad is Eritrean, yeah. So. She counts. She counts. She counts. <laughs> oh, yes. Listen to her, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take you up on that because I have heard good things about that audiobook. I'm going, mm. to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, well, we've kind of gone a little bit over our usual time. Um, I don't really know that I should say we're going to go to break. Um, Just so we don't... <laughs> oh. Yeah, because we, we still... Break. Yeah, yeah, but... Go ahead. No, sorry. Sorry, it was Cheetos. I was talking. Okay, um, but we're going to just go ahead into our game, and this usually wraps up our episode, um, well, after our outro, but yeah, so we're, we're going to go straight into our game. Um, Chessa, the game today is Would You Rather? Okay. Just a bunch of ridiculous questions that I put together, so... <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to die laughing. Um, So the first question is, would you rather eat chocolate that tastes like poop or eat poop that tastes like chocolate? (laughs) That is very nasty. It's very nasty. I'm like, do I go with nutritional value or do I go with taste? (laughs) This is so hard. But I'm superficial, so I'm going to go with Poop that tastes like chocolate. Yeah, that's a, that's better. Yeah, it is better, honestly. Because chocolate chocolate can look like poop anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay. Would you rather win fifty k, Canadian U.S. dollars, whatever, or let your best friend win five hundred k? I'd let my best friend win five hundred k, hands down. <laughs> yeah, I think that oh, was she actually better an give easy me. one. <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah. Mofi doesn't seem to. Wow, Mofi! <laughs> wow! I'm, I'm just surprised at how, at how easy y'all are like, that's so easy. Of course! Of course! <laughs> it's 10 times the amount, and yeah, she can give me 50k. Win. Exactly. Maybe more than 50k. She, though. Um, uh, she's my best friend. She's best friend. That's the question. <laughs> you know how people be with money. <laughs> Mofi, I'm side eyeing you, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I would, be, I would be suspicious myself. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next question is: Would you rather continue with your life or restart it? Hmm. Nah, I've been through some stuff. I never want to go through again. <laughs> <laughs> Please, can we continue? Please proceed. <laughs> Please this proceed. Could be so much worse. Like as much as I think it's bad, I'm like, nah, this could be worse. It's true. 
true. It's very true. Um, would you rather speak all languages or be able to speak to all animals? <laughs> all languages? <laughs> Sorry. I haven't unlocked my inner, like... Caucasian. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Like, what? Who cares about those damn animals? Do we, we don't even need to talk to them anyway. Sorry, um, guys. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, you're, you're and again, we, oh, we know you like animals. <laughs> um, girl. <laughs> okay, next question is, would you rather skinny dip with someone you know or with a stranger? Hmm. With someone I know. Because you know. I feel like... Whatever the stranger is weird or takes pics or like That's true. tells the true. whole world and rather someone I know and trust. But what if it goes well like Issa and Nathan? Oh, that's so true. <laughs> but you see that moment right there, Issa, I was like, Issa, what are you doing? Yeah, I was like, like I was brother. like, you're crazy. Huh? You're crazy. What are you doing? No. <laughs> I guess I guess it was a YOLO moment to be honest. That's true. That's and I think you need you need those sometimes. Yeah, I agree. I don't <laughs> know if I have done it though. You'd make on the spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, would you rather live in space or under the sea? <laughs> I love these questions. Hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go technical here and say, would I be a human being still? If I'm in space, do I have a spaceship? If I'm under the water, do I? <laughs> like, do I have magical abilities? Spaceship. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> you have to pick one. Um, I think under the sea. I know mm. that's so small, but I Same. think it's like concentrated, but lots to see and to do in mm-hmm. space. There's so much vastness. I feel yeah, like. and black and like yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know if it's black. <laughs> okay, what do you mean? Haven't black. you seen NASA pictures of space? Don't trust the Americans. <laughs> you haven't been there. Okay, I don't need Although to go. Although they're trying to go to space now or Mars or something, so they can. Maybe they just like to go everywhere. Yeah, they do, and clean places. Um, <laughs> um, okay, next question: Would you rather give up Instagram or eat the same meal for the rest of your life? I give up Instagram. I'm yeah. not like Mofi. I'm just joking. Ooh. Ooh. I'm not even on Instagram a lot. You're always sure. on Instagram. No, I'm not. <laughs> Mofi's triggered st- right now. <laughs> I, I, I don't care about Instagram. I'm not, I'm not being on it. But no, yeah. I actually don't. I scroll I on Twitter more than I scroll on Instagram. I love my food. I know, I love my food. Um, okay, would you rather wear a snowsuit in the desert or be naked in Antarctica? <laughs> Man, I live in Canada, yo. I know what the cold is like. Please put me in a snowsuit in the desert. Snowsuit in the desert? Oh my god, you might die. <laughs> I'm gonna die from being naked, naked in Antarctica. Yeah. So True. I, I guess I either way you die. Death or burn to death, I, wanna, I think I fair fair um okay would you rather everyone knew the details of your finances or the details of your love life <laughs> wow this is such See, a I think your finances is better <laughs> did you hear this girl wow Mofi. wow wow, wow. It's, i'm just helping you out because you're like wow. this is shady i'm telling i'm like i'm telling you 
I know the details of your finances, but the details of your love life. Oh my god. Nothing can trump that. Wow. Wow. Your finances can't be that bad. Wow. Are you going with Mofi's answer? Wow, Wolfie's trash, but I'll go with that. <laughs> okay, I feel like you're doing pretty good, actually, financially. <laughs> okay, your last question, and I think we've had this question on podcast before, is would you rather find your true love or a suitcase with $5 million in it? No, suitcase with $5 million in it. What? How is this even a question? The money. I think I said I would rather find my true love. I'm also like, bitch, why? Why? With $5 million, you'll be so happy, you won't even realize you don't have food. You'll be treating your girlfriends to all the things. True love is a scam. It's a scam. And maybe I can use the $5 million to go and find my true love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing yeah. is, you have more options with the five million dollars. I really do. You have less options with the true love. With the true love, true love, gonna come and give me headache. Yeah. Also, don't you guys watch This Is Us? Your true love could die. True. What's it? We're all gonna die anyway. Yeah. So hey. get that money. Go to the club. <laughs> go to the club. Buy some furniture. Buy some property. Invest. Yeah, travel. Yo, live your best life. Live man. my best life. I would still buy a house in like the Italian countryside or something. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Italian countryside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right. Mofi, take it away. Thanks, Chi, for talking to us. For Thank spending you time guys so much for having me. So of many, course. So, so much range. <laughs> so many funny ass moments. Yeah. That's how, that's how we so. do. Yeah. <laughs> Where can everybody find you? Um, you guys can follow me on Twitter. Um, my handle's at chichipasi, or you can follow me on Instagram. Actually, no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on Twitter, y'all. <laughs> Would you rather Instagram or Instagram? Okay. <laughs> uh, so, where can everybody find you? Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at T-I-I-E-S-E. It's the same thing on Instagram. And I just started writing again. So my travel stories are back Ooh. on samefootprints.com. I'm not scamming you guys this time. They're actually going to be new ones. It's about time. <laughs> yeah. Um, y'all can find me on Twitter. I'm a Vazbadmos, M-S-V-A-D-M-O-S. You can find me on Instagram, on my bookstagram. It's Books and Busy. Books, X-B-S-Y. Um, and yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Our Faith Pods. And we are on SoundCloud and our podcast and everywhere else that you find your podcast. And until next time, don't forget to find something to be grateful for. And happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.